0: Your mouth broadcasting first round traffic. Believe we got stats kid, quarterback sacking, hundred yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand Welcome to the sim podcast show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's
1: going on? You know
0: what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis. If this to interests you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification button so you know when a new video comes out. Ron, we just had week 16. And as you can see, we're braving the elements. Yes. Just to just to bring you bring you the show because Florida is cold as hell
1: It's been freezing these last 3-4 days And I know I shouldn't complain because it could be worse We could be living in Buffalo uh, Or somewhere up north But it's been cold man for Florida It's been ridiculous these last uh, few days
0: Yeah it's been really cold But we are not The show must go on So week 16 run. The Steelers won The Buccaneers won Patriots fumbled the ball again, literally, mm-hmm. figuratively. Ron, what's going on this week? Why what's it's almost two weeks. We're about to end the season. What are you what's exciting you right now?
1: What's exciting me right now? Um, I guess the last few playoff races, which I think we'll talk about uh at the end with these playoff scenarios. Um, I'm excited personally for my team. I'm seeing some growth in the Steelers some good things to look forward to for next next year i think this year uh we have like a two percent chance or something like that to make it so but you know i've seen continual growth from them so that's what's exciting me for them uh you know personally
0: personally i can tell you that nothing is exciting me right now because the patriots are praying like crap mm-hmm. so what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the nfl news we're gonna talk about last week's Review And then we're going to talk about our predictions, the upset specials. And then the playoff pictures. basically almost, you know, almost in focus. You can almost see it. You can almost taste it. Mm-hmm. You can almost smell it so good as uh, playoff time is coming. Uh, so let's talk about the NFL news because I, I wanted to talk about the two franchises that right now that I feel... Are going downhill which are the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans so which one is worse which one do you think has the the highest mountain climb
1: that's a tough question I think they're both uh, in dire shape um, I think what's more embarrassing to me is Denver what's going on there you know you bring in Russell Wilson spend all that money um, and fail like miserably, you know. And he's getting clowned on and off the field. People taking shots at him, not just for his play, but just his personality and everything. You got your head coach fired. Um, you know they seem to be in shambles. They have like no direction, no leadership. I don't know what's going on there with Houston. You know they they've been terrible for a while, so this isn't anything new. And despite them losing, they play hard. The last like two years, you know, they've been playing hard uh, for Lovey Smith. So, is that who's there in Houston? I don't even know who's in Houston. It is Lovey Smith, yeah. but
0: I think you know
1: he might be on the way out. I don't think so. You think they'll keep him? Yeah. I mean, what did he have on the team? You know, that would show that they should win more than two two games, whatever they've won so far.
0: Well, it seemed to me like he's like the Denver coach was. At least personnel-wise, was set up for success, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at Lovey Smith situation, I don't think he was set up for success. I think that they're dealing and wheeling, and they're making the team worse. I feel like when you look at these two franchises, Houston Texans have a bigger mountain to climb because I don't they they're getting draft picks they're playing hard mm-hmm. so what are they missing what is that they missing
1: quarterback um, that's number one uh, weapons receivers I can't name uh, I think Brandon Cooks might be the only receiver I can name on that team they got a decent running back he's a rookie though uh, and he may have hit the rookie wall um, they're young and it's going to take them a few years uh, you know to get a decent roster together on the other hand, to your point, Denver, we thought had a playoff roster. Um, I think it's actually harder for them though, because it's not just about X's and O's. It's about changing their culture, their attitude, not having leaders in, you know, inside the locker room. Um, that's that's a hard change. I think Houston has a leadership voice, you know, people that they listen to. Um, At least from what I've seen the last couple years. Like I said, they play hard. With Denver, I I don't see it at all. I think I see when I turn their games on, I see them arguing with each other. You know, I see the offensive linemen arguing with Russell Wilson, arguing with the backup quarterbacks. You know, I don't see that in in Houston. So I think with Denver, I think you need a complete rebuild. Get rid of some of the, uh, even your top stars. But, you know, just start clean um, from the top down. Just start fresh. That's what I would do.
0: So, all that money that they spend at the offseason, because they got players. They got good players, uh, Denver does. Mm-hmm. So, you think they just need a better head coach? Because that
1: think it's Hackett
0: just... guy was supposed to be like a prodigy.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's just a head coach. You're stuck with Russell Wilson, who hasn't played well at all. Obviously, um that was a mistake right i think providing him with that contract and and sending your draft picks over to seattle uh in return i think that was a huge mistake and that's going to set them back for two three four years potentially um but there's no way of getting around that there's no you know trading russell wilson no one's going to take him right there's no cutting russell wilson yeah, you basically um, stuck with him for four more him. years. Right. So you know, like I think the other guys around them, you're gonna have to find people that are just gonna go in and work hard, regardless of what's happening, regardless of your win you know, loss and win record. Um, they're gonna come out and um, just play hard. And I don't know if the you know the guys that are on the team now were doing that.
0: Well, the other thing is that, you know, that Denver Broncos, the Walton owns them, which is, you know, basically the Walmart family. So mm-hmm. money is no object to them. They're just going to keep throwing money at the issue, at the problem, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. I just don't see, I see like a path for them, but not by acquiring players, not by giving out contracts. But like you say, just changing the culture, just mm-hmm. bringing in because their defense was pretty good. And then it started going downhill. And the reason why is because there was so many three and outs. Hmm. I mean, we watched two games on primetime. God knows why you put them on primetime. And their offense was terrible.
1: Well, they were there because the expectation is that they'd be competing for uh, not only the playoffs, but a Super Bowl uh, ring. And we were all fooled. I think everyone was fooled on that. So they're just not a good team. They're not a, a... a good coach team. They're not they don't have the leadership that they need. I think Russell Wilson is trying to do his best to to be a leader, but um they they've tuned him out. Um so, so
0: yeah, he was tuned out like mm-hmm. week number two. Yeah. When they knew that he couldn't score for and for some reason he refuses to use his legs, which was like his go to out of trouble when he was with the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know why now he just does not want to run with the ball. There's just so many things over his game that you would think that he was playing hurt, but I know he wasn't. So yeah, what's going on, Russell Wilson? Uh, let's just move on because I want to talk about Tua. Mm-hmm. So earlier this week, you sent you sent a group text saying that Tua got snubbed from the promo. He did. So I want to know. I know we're not Tua fans, so mm-hmm. I want to put that out there. But why do you think Tua needs to be on the Pro? I'm
1: gonna throw out statistics for a second and just talk about fan voting, right? I think it's supposed to make up for like one third of the votes or two thirds. I don't. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he led everyone, every single player in fan votes. That's number one, and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. That to me is crazy. Um, and then when you look at his statistics, he's number one in terms of like six or seven passing categories. Uh, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the AFC, but statistically, he had a great season. I know he missed two games um, this season, but for him not to be in the pro bowl, I think was is stupid, especially, you know, when you consider the players that were in. Not necessarily the quarterback position, but the the Pro Bowl voting, I just think, is broken. Um, If T.J. Watt, for example, could be in the Pro Bowl and he's played, I don't know, six or seven games, if that much, this year, and he has, I think, two sacks all season. Um, If he can be in the Pro Bowl and he's done nothing, then, you know, and and, and Tua gets snubbed, um, then that, to me, shows a broken uh, voting system.
0: But you said statistically he led he he didn't lead Patrick Mahomes on what?
1: He he led him in I gotta look uh
0: Because when at I look the at stats, the
1: passing yards. Yeah, you're looking at so you can look at one statistic like passing yards. No, he's not first, but he was first pass pass rating. First in pat uh passing touchdowns interception.
0: No, he only had twenty five and Patrick Mahomes is at thirty seven.
1: What's the interception, though?
0: 11 interceptions, he got eight.
1: Okay, well, he was uh, passing touchdowns per attempt, he was first. Yards per attempt, for quarterbacks, he was first. Yards per completion, he was first.
0: But that's not what the ra- writers, the journalists, the fans look at. You can We can look at, well, he was more efficient this year, blah, blah, blah. But did he have more yards and he didn't have more touchdowns mm-hmm. yet yeah, he definitely had less interceptions for sure but
1: so you know you, what, what do they look at?
0: if you're a fan if you're a regular Joe all you're gonna look at is who had the most passing yard Patrick Mahone who I'm not saying Mahone
1: shouldn't be there. Should be there he should be there he's part of the in well, the MVP conversation Tua
0: is in the top 10 as far as he's right at number 10 so who got into the Pro Bowl Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen—all these people that are have more yards and had more touchdowns. So that, I'm not saying that he should have not. He should have gotten in, but there were better players. Is what I'm saying.
1: There were better players to choose from. I think all those you mentioned are better players. I think to uh, had a better year statistically than some of those players, like Herbert, for example. You can't tell me Herbert statistically had a better year than Tua. Um, he didn't, even with Tua missing those those two games. And I, I, you know, I think I've put Herbert into my top five as quarterbacks. But you know, to me, again, just look beyond the quarterback position. Again, I, I mentioned T.J. Watt because that's the Steelers. If he can get in, you know, and not play any games, I Smith doesn't get in you know he's i think he has like 13 sacks at this point or 14 um the the system's broken
0: well first of all they don't really play the pro bowl Mm -hmm. that is just a flag football game now right
1: but there's huge incentives towards it right there's financial incentives to to being uh included in in the pro bowl voting
0: I just think that yes, he had an outstanding year, but there were better players there. I don't think the system is always could be more could be improved, but I think that he's right where he's supposed to be, especially after missing you say through games. I say he missed two and a half games because he went out on the protocol and never came back. Mm-hmm. Um against the build. So oh, I and you know, let's get into let's talk about the, the protocol because now there's a game against the the Patriots on Sunday, and it looks like he's not going to start that game. So, should he shut it down for the year, or should he just wait for two weeks and come back week 18?
1: he waits two weeks, he might be out of the playoffs. That's the problem, right? So, they're in a situation where they basically um, I think they need to win one to get in. Um, they got the Patriots this week. I think they finished with the Jets. I believe they got to win at least one one to get in. For sure, um, I don't know. It's tough because you you got to rely on the doctors. You know, I mean, if I was his family member, I'd say no. You know, it's it's you've had two serious concussions, and then you know you hit your head again. Like, apparently, this last game they didn't catch it during the game and, and you're having symptoms again you definitely shouldn't play this week that's for sure um, but you know as far as the last game of the season when they need you you're hopefully better healthy and ready to play and they if they give you the green light that you're able to play then they got to go with the doctor or whatever the doctors say
0: See, the, and that's this what they'll is, do and you know what if I was him I'd just shut it down for the year I mean Waddle's still going to be there. Tariq Hill's still going to be there. Mike McDaniel's still going to be there. So what's the point? You're going to be a better football player next year, healthy. Mm-hmm. So w- what would be the point? So your team doesn't make doesn't make the playoff. You know what? You already missed three games. What is it, What does it do if you miss two more games? And I'm not just saying this because I want the Pages to win, but, dude, this is your health. Mm-hmm. This is why J.J. Watt is basically calling it quit because he's like you know what i i played for this league long enough and i don't need to prove anybody my point tua is young man he's super young so why not just shut it down what you think your teammates are gonna look at you different no they're gonna be like you know what he's putting on his health first yeah it just it doesn't make any sense to me but we don't play football, so we don't know what's going on through his head. Um, I mean, like you said, the doctors are going to tell him; they're going to give him at his the their expert advice, mm-hmm. and then he's going to decide whether or not he wants to shut it down or come back and play.
1: Uh, so, according to this, the Dolphins are four and eight without 2 a lifetime. So that's this year, last year. Um, they're four and eight, basically without him. So. You're taking a chance if he's not on the field, you know. Um, But again, it's not about not just about winning games. It got to be about his health. The the problem I'm having, I guess, is is if the doctors clear him, then what do you do? Because, you know, I I, they've cleared him before and he played and he got re-injured. So um, I I don't know if he wants to play, you know, he's going to want to play. And the doctors clear him. Like, what can you do? You can't do anything. Right? Yes, he's going to play. It's yeah. his choice.
0: I mean, it's ultimately comes down to his choice, right? But, the, I mean, I feel like the Miami doc. I feel like everyone in the Miami organization, their doctors should, like, recertify, take the test again. Because if you know you got a player that's going through the concussions, you know, protocols and... It happens once, it happened twice, and now this will be the third time in a season that he's got a, a head injury. Come on, man. Treat him with kick gloves. Be like extra, extra, extra sensitive to this guy's needs. I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't you say Kenny like, Pickett?
1: Yeah, he had to this year.
0: And he came back to play? Yeah.
1: I mean, well, they he cleared, cleared him. Yeah, he cleared him. He missed one game. And um, or he missed two games because of the concussion but you know they cleared him this week he came played didn't really take any hits this past week so got a new helmet he's using a new helmet started this week so we'll see how it goes the rest of the way
0: see I think that some people are more sensitive to head injuries than others and you know the NFL no matter what new technology they come up with no matter what new Program that they say they're gonna follow, blah blah blah. It just, it just ends up a big old mess.
1: It's a dangerous sport, in the day, So they they know that the players know that's what they sign up for. So you know, it, it, as I think we we meaning the doctors learn more about brain injuries, um, I think they'll get better at diagnosing it. And they'll get better at um, knowing what to do when when stuff happens. So, you know, it's just going to take, I think, some time, some more time. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, you know, as it stands right now, big app precaution in to try to protect the players. At the same time, though, if the doctors say they're okay, that's what you're going with.
0: Okay, well, let's... Let's uh, quickly review week number 16. And let's start with the loser, which of the three, which is the uh, New England Patriots. And Ron, I gotta tell you, I watched this game, and the first half, it was a terrible. It was like the Raiders' loss affected them, affected them both <coughs> offensively and defensively. And I don't know. It was like the Bengals were moving the ball at will. They were passing it at will. They were running the ball at will. This was a team that I just don't have any hope on. And that was just the first half. Then in the second half, they made the adjustment. It seemed like a different team. They woke up. Bengals didn't sniff a point after that, but then with like a minute and a half left, minute or oh five left, Stevenson just cuffed out the ball, game over, even though we got the ball back with like 25 seconds, but we didn't have any timeout, it was game over, and, and I think it was a, was it three and a half or two and a half that they were favored, let me just check.
1: That the, uh, yeah, no? the Bengals were favorite. Yeah, the
0: Bengals <sighs> were favorite.
1: Yeah, I don't... So, I, I didn't watch this game at all. Um, I can tell you that I was rooting for Cincinnati for selfish reasons. Obviously, I needed the Patriots to lose or the Steelers to have a better chance of getting in. Um, so, when I saw it was 22 nothing at half, I was like, okay, this is over. You know, things are falling into place. The rate, you know... We were about to, to play. I thought a team that we can beat. Some of the other teams. Um, I think Miami, for example, um, they lost. So I I felt pretty good about the uh, the Bengals when you know at halftime. Then all of a sudden, I turned the score back on, and you know you guys are closing in. I'm like, what the heck? Things are going downhill fast. So um, I don't know, man. Like you don't want? Do you want? The Patriots remind me of the Steelers last year and a little bit of Steelers this year. Do you want to go into the playoffs? Because you, you have a legitimate chance of making it with uh, a team, an offense that's struggling so badly. Um, See, I don't know.
0: When I compare the Patriots of the past, the ones that used to win ballgames like this, where they would have a terrible first half, but then you wouldn't you, you would be confident of that be like, you know what? Second half will make the adjustments and we'll win it at the end. They made the adjustments. They almost won the game. 105 left with the ball inside the 10. You just say it's just a matter of punching it in. Yeah. But that confidence is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it has to do, I know it has to do with Brady not being there. Well, you don't you don't know what you're getting out of this, this offense. offense. So this is why I get really upset when I see people saying Fire Bill Belichick. He's had it. Players are not listening to him. The players are listening because obviously you can see you shut down the Bengals, which I think they won five in a row, six in a row now. So they are listening to him. It's just that he's not the offensive creative mind. That's just not him. He'll shut down he'll shut down the other team star receiver. Mm-hmm. I think hopkins had a terrible game Devonte adams had a terrible game um i don't know how how i think jamar chase fumbled the ball at one point so he didn't have a good game so yes bill pelichick will shut down the best player on that team but on the other side the offense is just stale it a just business. won't do anything yeah so no definitely going forward you need to keep bill belichick But you need to get Matt Patricia out of there.
1: Yeah, I think the Steelers are in the same boat. You know, defensively, we're okay. Um, We're fine there. I think that's probably where Tomlin um, sees it best. Offensively, though, it's been a struggle all year. And then, you know, for both of these teams, we're going to have to make decisions this offseason. Do we keep Patricia? Do we keep Matt Canada? Uh, Or do we go searching for better coordinators? you know whether it's someone, yeah, you know, at the college level or just anyone in the NFL that can can be better for our young quarterbacks, right? Max going into his third year next year, Kenny's going to be in his second year next year. So it's it's I think it's crucial for both of our teams to find that right direction um, because you don't want to end up like some of these quarterbacks who are drafted with a lot of talent and they have coaches and coordinators that bounce around and then it's it just stops their development and they never turn out they never see their potential you don't want that to happen so they got to figure out who that coordinator is going to be um but i don't i don't think it's it's patricia or canada for either of our team
0: yeah i agree all right, all right. the next game pittsburgh or well, better yet las vegas at pittsburgh ron this game was on christmas eve mm-hmm we watched it together I know you were hosting but Mm -hmm. we were watching this game are you uh, are you fully in the picket band now you're like a player you're like I'm fully in
1: you know I've been in since he was at Pitt Uh, I'm all in I'm not you know one of these Kenny Pickett you know does every single thing right and is a future hall of famer Uh, but I you know I think we found our franchise quarterback. I've thought that day one when we drafted him. Um, I thought, you know, he didn't play that great. You know, he missed some throws for sure. The one interception he threw was costly. Um, but when it mattered at the end, he led the team down um, into a uh, winning winning touchdown. So I'm sold. I've been sold on, on Kenny. I think... Um, you know, like I, you know, saying before, we we got to figure out who the coordinator is going to be long term, and he needs to continue growing. Um, you know, I need to see growth from him every game, uh, especially when we get to like next year. I, I'm expecting a big jump.
0: Now, when I was watching that game, it looked like the Raiders were wanted to lose this game bad. I mean, how many chances can you? First of all, Derek Carr played a horrible game.
1: Horrible game. I don't think he was that bad.
0: You you want him on your team? You trade him for Pickett?
1: I wouldn't. No. Exactly. You no. played a him for terrible picket.
0: game. Terrible game.
1: The two of the interceptions, I don't think were his fault. They came right off the receivers' hands.
0: But the thing is, this it, almost every game he turns the ball over. So are you just going to be that quarterback that always has a turnover? No matter what, even when you know there's, you know, because I think people overestimate Derek Carr and they say, well, he's a comeback quarterback and he does all this and blah blah blah. But you know, he had three interceptions. Mm-hmm. That that is not a good game, Brian.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying he had a great game. A hundred and seventy-four
0: yard passing. That is not a good game.
1: No, it's not. But I, you know, listen, I. I gotta give the Steelers defense some credit They stopped the run game They did really good against Jacobs Held him to under 3 yards per carry um, And they did a good job We got, I think we got lucky to be honest with you um, You know some of the That throw That last interception for example That he threw And it was a bad throw That one was a huge one But um, I think it I forgot who it was, it was That was running wide open when he, um, when he missed him over the middle of the field so, we're getting, it was Renfro. We were getting lucky uh, to a certain extent, for sure. Um, he was just slightly off, and the receivers didn't help him at all uh, by dropping some of those passes.
0: The receivers, I don't know. I mean, you have good receivers, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. I mean, that's a Hall of Fame receiver right there. You mean to tell me you can't get... Clean targets on these guys, these guys very rarely will they drop the ball. Devontae Adams, I mean, anywhere you throw the ball, he's gonna get it. So it's not even, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I know he's gonna be there next year because he's on the contract, but I would just chuck him. I would, yep, I would just chuck him. If I was Josh McDaniel, they're like
1: the two of them are like best friends, so. They, there's a reason why Adams went there, right? They played together in college. They're really, really good friends. Well, the reason uh,
0: was money. Let's let's be honest.
1: Yeah, you know, they're close. They're close friends. Aaron Rodgers has, has like
0: 50, 000, $50 million. You don't think Adams
1: could have went somewhere else and got paid as much as he did?
0: I don't think he was going to get the same money at Aaron Rodgers' money there in, in Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would have paid him, no. Yeah,
0: but he went with the money is, and I think... The fact that he had a college roommate there, obviously that helped a lot. But obviously, they're not connecting. 6-9 and nine record. I bet you he's looking back and going, I should have just taken less at Green Bay and see what happened. Because if you look at Green Bay's record and we're going to get to Green Bay because they might sneak in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I would have kept Green Bay then got to this horrible mess that is the Raiders.
1: Right. Yeah, and I don't know what to say about the Raiders. I expected them to play better. Um, Well, we both didn't pick them to win, so. No, no, but I'm talking about on the season. I expected mm. them to be better than six and nine at this point. Um, I thought they, you know, I expected them to be close to a 500, a little bit better than a 500 team. Um, But there's, you know, they've underperformed at the end of the day. They're still getting around that. They've underperformed. Now they had been missing Renfro and Waller for a while but that's no excuse even the games that they, they've played offensively they haven't been able to do anything at all I'm still I mean
0: you have a running back like Josh Jacobs you should be winning more games leads the league and rushing so you mean to tell me and this is not even a theory anymore it's turning into a hypothesis now if you're a first year coach you're not gonna do well well except for your name is Doug Peterson cause obviously that he might win out that division because the Tennessee Titans terrible. But I mean, I like Josh McDaniels, and I think that he's gonna be there next year. That he's not gonna he's not gonna get fired. I know a lot of Raider fans are like, "We want him gone," but he's not gonna get fired. Yeah, anymore. he's not going. And this rumors that the Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders don't have the cash flow to just get rid of people, nilly-willy. Like, oh, I don't like the, the way you're performing. You're getting cut because Josh McDaniels is on the contract. They're not going to just pay him the next two years yeah. not to coach the Raiders.
1: Yeah. And I don't think McDaniels is the issue, to be honest with you. Um, I think mean, there's some other guys that they need to take a look at to see if it's worth keeping them. They need to figure out what to do with their defense, Two Defense hasn't played well. Um they're, you know, I think Jacobs. They're probably gonna end up losing him. I think he's his contract's up this year. They didn't get, um, re-sign him um, or pick up his his options, so they're probably gonna end up losing him. They're gonna have to figure that piece out too. Um, but you know, I, I I don't know what to say with with the Raiders. They've underperformed. They should be a better team with the the uh, guys that they have, the talent that they have, um, but they're not. The Steelers beat them. The Steelers probably don't have. As much talent as they, you know, as the the Raiders do, and we figured out a way to beat them.
0: All right, so let's let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because we both both picked the Buccaneers to win, but we actually thought that they would score more points than just 19 points. I had them under that at 17 to 13, so I was closer, but. Did it really? Why did it go into overtime? I mean, both teams was 6 6 at halftime. Mm-hmm. 6 6! That's not even, it, it wasn't Cole McCoy playing. It was like some other McSorley. dude. McSorley. McSorley. And you're like struggling with the Cardinals to score points.
1: Well, Tampa's defense played well, but their offense has been an issue all year long. It has not changed and will not change. The offense has been an issue. Uh, You know, even Fournette doesn't look the same to me anymore. You know, he looks like a step slower. Um, Tom does not look good at all. He's missed some, you know, easy throws. He's thrown a lot of interceptions. Uh, The offense seems to be the issue there, and it'll continue to be that way.
0: This is terrible because... If you're struggling to score points against Arizona, who has a terrible defense, terrible defense, and they're not, they didn't even get a sack, they didn't register a sack, but if you look at the highlights, you would think like, whoa, Arizona is just controlling this game. No.
1: Tom Brady is just terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. There's only ser- I realize this. at one point, I think he was like checking down almost every play every play was checking it down uh to one of the running backs or checking it under you know like a short slant pass or something like that that's about all he can do and then an occasional you know deep pass um he might be able to hit but his game has finally you know it's it's gone he's lost his game at this point and um you know, I think it's time for him to step away after the season.
0: Yeah, and I think did he sign an extension or no? No. No, I think this is last year. So we'll see what happens with uh Tom Brady and this terrible Buccaneers offense that I don't they just they can't score any points whatsoever. None no, at no. all. Okay, look, so let's quickly go over the upset special because your Upset Special, remember you had Atlanta, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta beating the Baltimore Ravens, and then the final score was 9-17. to So what happened with Atlanta?
1: I don't know. I didn't watch any of this games, to be honest with you. I was hoping, or I was expecting, Ritter to kind of take another step uh, forward. Um, I don't know how well he played. Um... I think part of me was hoping the Ravens would lose, uh, but you know that that just didn't happen.
0: And I and I said, you know what? I know that Atlanta wants to win this division bad, but they don't. For some reason, their coach doesn't want their de, their defense or their offense or their weapons. Or he has no creativity. If you know your two best offensive players are down. You know what? Mix it up. Just go. You know, go on fourth and that. Do a Brandon Staley, and just don't give an f about what you're doing. But he's like playing it like he's got like a two touchdown lead every game, and I'm just like, dude, why are you playing it like that?
1: Thirty three carries. Um, that's including four from Desmond Fritter. Thirty three pass attempts. So it was a fairly balanced. Um, Game plan, but they—they're a team that needs to run, 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 um, a little bit more. I think, and you know, Huntley. I'm looking at his number. He didn't play well, nine to seventeen, and with a you know a touchdown, um, only 115 yards himself. Um, defensively, they gave up some big runs. Um, that's what it's looking like, and that was the difference in the game. Baltimore was able to get those big, big runs, big plays, and Atlanta wasn't. that was the difference.
0: The other upset special is I picked the Eagles to beat the Cowboys because I wanted to prove that Jalen Hurst is overrated. And they actually, this was a high-scoring game. Yeah, it was. And they actually had the lead at halftime. It was 20-17. to Uh, But Minshew, I mean, what can you say about Minshew? Like,
1: He's a starter in the league.
0: 350 I think. yards passing, mm-hmm. two TDs. Yes, he turned it over twice, but this guy, give this guy a starting gig already. Yeah.
1: yeah, he deserves to start.
0: He deserves to start somewhere. Yes, the Eagles didn't run the ball because Dallas has a good defense, but, I mean, 34 to 40 is a high-scoring game.
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. More worried now than I was before about the Eagles. They're still going to be my team to make the Super Bowl, but you're giving up 40 points. I don't care if Hurts is not playing. There's no excuse for giving up 40 points against Dallas. Um, They got to fix that before the playoffs start, so um, the defense has to perform better um, if they're going to make a run all the way to the Super Bowl. As far as Dallas you know we I, I think i know like that team is capable of putting the points up um, and it looks like they were able to it's a divisional game you know there's no surprise you know when they, these teams go against each other so you know dallas sitting there now with 11 wins right they're 11 and 4 they're a pretty damn good team
0: yeah and i can't wait until they go on the road and beat the hell out of tampa Mm. Um, and then finally, we can talk about the culinary uh, death that Tom Brady season is. That's
1: that's assuming Tampa gets in.
0: That's assuming Tampa gets in, and we'll talk about that uh, towards the end of the of the show. But you know, let's jump into Week Seventeen because you know there's only two games left, and now it's where the race for at least for. All three teams, actually, because they all need to win all out. Mm -hmm. So let's start with the first game, Miami at New England. Two and a half, Miami's favorite 42 over and under. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Uh, New England's favorite, right? Not Miami. Uh, New England's favorite, sorry, but two and a half. Um, I got Patriots winning this. I'm assuming two is not playing. I think the defense is still good enough to, to, you know, um, win the game, so I think it's gonna be a low-scoring uh, game. I got seventeen to thirteen Patriots winning in the England.
0: I, you know, I given up on this team two weeks ago when that horrible play in the Raiders, and then Cincinnati again with another horrible play, and I feel like this time is gonna be another horrible play. It's gonna be up to the kickers. I I just don't see the offense doing anything. Uh, and I think Miami is gonna win thirteen to ten, and it might even be low lower than that because neither team is gonna score that many points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, assuming that Tua doesn't play this game, assuming that his health comes first, yeah, and not the team's winning percentage. So I, I, I just don't see New England pulling this off, and they need to be. Miami and they need to be Buffalo to be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, who who did you say Miami's quarterback is?
0: Thompson Skylar, oh, yeah, Thompson. Skylar Thompson. That's right. So I see a lot of uh monster in this game. Mm. And I see a lot of short passes to the tight end. I doubt they'll go deep to require because you know that's those are the kind of plays that Bill Belichick doesn't give up. So I just I just see a very low low scoring game Uh, the next game is Pittsburgh at Baltimore Baltimore is favored by 3 over and under 36 points Ron what's your prediction
1: Yeah, so potential return on Lamar Jackson here Um, when we played Baltimore last time uh, Trubisky was the starter through 3 interceptions so Kenny's playing this one I am a little bit worried. I, I think Baltimore should be favored, but I'm, I have Pittsburgh pulling up the uh, upset and winning twenty to seventeen.
0: Yeah, I also see Pittsburgh pulling the upset, winning twenty four to seventeen. I I think that it might be closer than that. It might be like you know, like you said, a field goal. Uh, might be like a seventeen to fourteen type of deal. But I do see Pittsburgh winning this game. Um, And we'll talk about the playoff picture because I think there's so many things that have to happen for Pittsburgh to get in, right? Yeah,
1: so this game got flexed to the night game. Sunday night. Sunday night. So we'll know by the time the game starts if Pittsburgh's still in it because they need the Dolphins to lose. So they need Patriots to beat the Dolphins. And they also need the uh, Jets to lose, I believe. So... um, You know, if either of those teams win, then their season's over.
0: And who who are the Jets playing this week?
1: Uh, Let me take a look. Let's see. Seahawks. Okay,
0: so that... You know, they're playing the Seahawks at, at in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And right now, they f- they're uh, favored by two points. So, yeah, a lot of things have to go your way. Yeah,
1: yeah. 2% chance.
0: 2% chance. Well, at least it's a chance, right? Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. The next game, it's uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by three points. 39 over and under. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at this now. I'm like, why did I go with such a high score? But I had 24 to 18 written down. Um, this is a huge game. Tampa wins that and they're in. They flinched. Um, so Carolina is going to come out and play hard for sure. But Tampa's defense has been clicking the last like five or six games. Um, and I think it's going to um, Tampa... If they can just muster some points offensively they'll be able to hold off Carolina uh, towards the end so I got the uh, Bucks winning 24 to 18
0: you know I got the Bucks winning but I'm doing an in show change of my final score I had them winning 24 to 21 but you're right this offense is pitiful <laughs> pitiful so I they're still gonna win but it's gonna be a thirteen to ten
1: <laughs> going victory. Yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> like really low.
0: I'm going super low. I feel I feel like so confident that Tom Brady needs to retire that I'm going low on a score. Yeah. Uh, your upset special run: the LA Rams at the LA Chargers. They play the same field. I don't know why this will be a home field advantage, yeah. but. The Chargers have favored by six and a half. It's 41 over and under run. What's your prediction?
1: Yeah, I got the Rams winning 23-20. Baker Mayfield is actually playing pretty well. He's, uh, this will be, I think it's third week. Now in that offense, so, you know, Chargers, um, they won and they clinched. But they didn't, to me, they didn't look that impressive. Uh, Their defense did uh, this past week, but... Um, offensively, I don't, you know, I wasn't really impressed with their uh, their win this week. So, I got the Rams um, pulling off at upset.
0: I watched that game against the Colts, uh, it was the Sunday night or Monday, Monday night? Monday night. Last mm-hmm. night. Cause we do it on Tuesday night. And they acted like, it was like, I know that they clinched a playoff berth, but they acted like they won the Super Bowl. I was the team was hugging each other and they were like patting each other on the
1: back it's been a struggle for them you know they've been bounced out at you know at the end of the you know each season they've been bounced out of the you know playoff for making the playoffs just because of horrible coaching uh at the end but listen i had said i think last year i said the chargers like two or three years away well this is year number two they were in the playoffs I don't see them making a run in the playoffs or anything. I still think they got, like, another year before they can do that. Um, But they're, you know, they're heading in the right direction.
0: Well, this is also my up to special because I just don't feel like... I feel like they celebrated so hard last night that the Rams are going to come in and beat them and Mm -hmm. just be like, you need to, you need to, like, be on guard 24-7 week after week. Mm -hmm. It's not just one week and... I think this might be Justin Herbert first time in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So they just made it into the big deal. like, And I know, like, act like you've been there before. And I know he hasn't been there before. But you, you didn't even win the division. You're basically squeaking in. You should just shake hands with everybody and just leave the field. And the fact that I saw that with my eyes, I'm like, yeah, you're right. This team is definitely not ready. But, you know i think that by them winning last night saved the head coach job cuz he surely was going to get fired if he didn't make the yeah.
1: they are i mean they're 9 and 6 they would have been 8 and 7 again basically so yeah they they got to they can't just be around 500 they got to get over the hump um and it looks like they may start to do that if they can win out these like next couple of games but i got the rams pulling off an upset here
0: so yeah, so I got the Rams pulling up the upset to twenty-eight to twenty-four. So let's let's talk about the playoff picture because now it's really coming into focus. And I all I want to say with the Patriots is that for them to get in, for sure, I feel like I've said that for the last two weeks. But they need to beat Miami and they need to beat Buffalo, which means. If they beat Buffalo, Buffalo falls to the number two spot. Because the Chiefs, I mean, the next two games are basically cupcake games. Um, So that means that they have to beat Buffalo. And then the next week, they play in Buffalo. So it's almost like like a replay of last year. Mm -hmm. You know, except without the week in between. So it's like, yes, you you can... beat these two games but then you're gonna get buffalo again yeah so what it's almost like it's almost <laughs> like god the football gods as saying hey, you know what so we're gonna to we're
1: gonna we're gonna we're gonna treat you something really nice you're gonna get uh two or less dolphins assuming two does not play and you may get a half out of josh allen because they've already clinched they really got other than like home field like you know there's really not much for bills to play for Week eighteen. So,
0: well, it depends. It depends because the Bills and the Chiefs have the same record right now. Mm-hmm. So, if the Chiefs lose next week and the Bills win, obviously there's no point in them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, having to do more like. But if the Chiefs win and they won that bye, they're gonna they're gonna go all out week mm-hmm. eighteen. So it's like. You damn if you do, you damn. It's a catch twenty-two. Yeah. A catch twenty-two. Yeah. So it's a catch twenty-two. I I don't know what to tell you. It's,
1: <laughs> this is why you play the games, right? So what do you think your chances are? How confident are you feeling?
0: Zero. Our chances are zero. Yeah, I mean, it, You have
1: obviously you have chance, right? You can beat Miami, and depending on who's playing, you could beat Buffalo. I mean,
0: maybe mathematically it's, yes, but on a scale of one like, to
1: ten, how confident are you?
0: I just looked at who. Guess who the Chiefs play next week? The Broncos.
1: <laughs> this is. I'm telling you, this is how it was meant to be. So you got you got the Patriots losing both games. Then
0: then they they have. I mean, if they win, if they win out, and obviously the Chiefs are gonna win out. Um. I just don't see Buffalo laying down. They mm-hmm. they want that bye week. They yeah. want that bye week so bad. And I don't who is who is Buffalo playing this week? Uh let me just quickly look it down. Oh, they're playing Cincinnati on a Monday night, right? Monday night, yeah. So this is a tough game. Yeah. So what I'm hoping is this, and this is I don't know if this will happen. Can the Bengals beat the Bills? That's what it comes down to. Because if the Bengals beat the Bills, then the Chiefs are going to get that number one seed. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if they take that Week 18 off, they know they're going to be, beat the Patriots because they're going to get them in the first round. So, it's again, it's just a repeat of last year. Mm-hmm. And last year, at least we had Josh McDaniels on the team. This year, we have Matt Patricia. Oh, God. Who Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in that game? So it's like, last year you got embarrassed. Wow, what's going to happen this year? Who knows? Yeah. I just... Yeah, so that's that. Uh, And with the Bucks, what needs to happen for the Bucks to get in?
1: They just got to win. They got to win this one week right here, Carolina. They win and they clinch. So we'll see what happens. I don't know what happens if they lose. Um, I assume they'll need to win the end of the that last game if they end up losing this week against Carolina um but if they win uh this week they're in
0: so and do we trust Brady to win this game
1: yes 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 Yes. we we picked them
0: we picked them even though it's going to be a low scoring game we picked them to win Mm -hmm. so yes so and with with uh and we talked about this with the with the Steelers. You need Miami to lose, and who else? So and I the, need and um, the Jets to lose, right? Yeah.
1: So I need Miami not just to lose this week, but then I need them to lose the following week as well.
0: And the, I think they play the bit. They play the Jets the, the Jets, following week, right?
1: So, and that's the tricky part because I need the Patriots to win this week uh, against them. Then I need the Jets to win the following week, but then I need. This week, I need the Jets to lose, right? So Jets have to lose against Seattle, um, or the season's over. So if they if they beat Seattle, uh, we're not, you know, we're not uh, gonna make it because even if they lose against Miami, that means Miami is gonna have one game on them, and um, you know we're not gonna be able to get to get that seventh spot. So. A lot of help needed um, Dolphins has to lose out And uh, Jets have to win One out of two Patriots have to win One out of two And it has to be the right game So That's yeah. what needs to happen For us to, to get in
0: So I wanted to ask you this Chris. So you think Do you think Either the Troy Lions Or the Green Get Packers Get in Or do you think Seattle Seahawks Get in
1: um. Let's see who they have left. So right now, as far as record, Detroit seven and eight, Green Bay seven and eight, and where's Seattle sitting at? They're also at seven and eight. Let me look at the playoff picture real quick. For the NFC, you got uh, neither of these teams are really in it, right? So while well, they're in it, but they're looking up right now. The Commanders um, at seven seven and one. That that one ties got the commanders in so if I pull up the commanders schedule they control their own destiny at this point right they got the Browns and the Cowboys now the Cowboys really may not have much to play for that last game of the season and the Browns they're still the Browns Um, I think I think the commanders are going to hold off and keep on hold on to that seventh spot
0: hold on to that seventh spot Yeah,
1: and then you know I think Detroit um, what about New York? New York Giants?
0: Giants are in. They're in the sixth spot, but the two remaining game, I mean, it's not cupcakes.
1: Yeah, so they're eight. Well, I mean, I what do they just need to win one? I assume I they're mean, they at do eight. play the
0: Colts. I'm sorry, I I'll rephrase that myself. One game, it's tough game, which is the, the Eagles, right?
1: Yeah, so they got the Colts and Eagles. They just need to win one.
0: Yeah. And they're yeah, in. So they're in. they
1: beat the Colts this week. They're in.
0: Wow. And that will be the season where we thought
1: <laughs> I don't. Can I believe thought, this the Giants would be in the damn playoffs, but our teams might not.
0: I gave them four wins.
1: <clears throat> what I give them.
0: I think you I think you were more more lenient. I think you went
1: to six. I don't know, know, because they fooled me last year, so I think I punished them this year. I said I wasn't going to get fooled again so no you're right I gave them I did give them six wins
0: yeah you were more more lenient I, mm-hmm. I just didn't think they had it but their schedule was easy I was just not you know it was it was weird because I think is Brian Dable going to get coach of the year
1: uh maybe I'm trying to think who else in the NFC would would get it
0: I mean, the Eagles coach... I mean, I want to s- say the Eagles coach might get it, mm-hmm. but that team is so
1: stacked. Yeah, but only two losses. Maybe three by the time the season is over. You know, I...
0: Vikings, think, who's
1: the Vikings coach?
0: Uh, Kevin O'Connell. I think that's his first year, too. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson, does he get it? If they win the division? If the Jaguars win out?
1: I think I had him as my coach of the year, right? Initially, let me go back and look at my... 2022 prediction. Uh... Coach of the year. I had Doug Peterson.
0: Yeah, you had him.
1: Yeah. You had Brandon Staley.
0: He's definitely not gonna...
1: Listen, if the Jags... Hold on... And get in the playoffs... Considering how many games did they win last year? One or two?
0: Maybe two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Give it give it to Peterson. I thought they would be, honestly. Remember, I told you I thought they'd be in the playoffs. I expected them to be like nine and eight or more dominant. Yeah, a little bit more dominant than they have been. But they're here. So was it a team? I think there's this is a team that needed a culture change. We were talking about Houston. Uh, And Denver, um, not so much Houston, but Denver needing a coaching uh, culture change. Basically the same thing, you know. And the Jacks were able to do it in one one season and with good picks, too. So it's not like they didn't have good draft picks. They had a, you know, they hit on their draft picks, too, and their free agents.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an interesting two week 17 and week 18 because, you know, who knows who's going to make it and who's not going to make it. I feel like this is what the NFL loves is to have because those are the teams, no one's talking about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already locked in. You know, you talk about Eagles, you talk about the Bills, the Chiefs. They're sitting at home comfortably. They know yeah. they're going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> but teams like you and I, the Patriots, the Steelers, you know, talking about the... the uh, Bucks, The Bucks, Talking about the Jaguars. You're talking about... All those teams that are like 500-ish, they're the ones that these last couple of weeks you're talking about,
1: though. Any of these 500-ish teams, or even the teams that are, like, let's say, spot six and seven, the Giants, for example, any of them can pull off a miracle and get to the Super Bowl, you think? You know... I forgot where the Bengals were last year. I think they were a wild card team. Bengals?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, maybe they won the division. I, I, I can't remember now, but mm-hmm. I know it's... You know, I, I just remember the New York Giants being a wild card team and they defeating the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I don't think wild card teams can do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very rare. I feel like at the beginning of the century, that used to happen all the time. Of course, there were less teams that played in the playoff, but... Because it's 500 teams, they get in and they they like one and out.
1: Maybe two and out. I would worry if I'm like the Bills Chiefs. I would worry if Tua is healthy and he plays. Because you can see what they can do when they're at full strike. They almost, they give Bills a run, run for their money. So that's the thing I probably wouldn't want to play. Um, but I think to, to your point... I don't see, like, the Giants beating the Eagles or even the Cowboys um, and pulling off any major upsets. Um, but Miami, I would worry about if they sneak in with, like, you know, a 9-8 and eight record or whatever it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have the firepower. I don't know how good their defense is, but they definitely have the firepower with Tua. Mm-hmm. I just, it's... You know, to win all road games like Cincinnati did last year, where they just won road game—that's a road game. The road game is very rare, mm-hmm. and that, I think when they got to the Super Bowl, they just ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. It was just like—I mean, they were shell shock at the same time. But like, hey, you have to win a lot of road games to get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, and that's you know a uh, neutral site. So, and we all know that no no real fans go to the super bowl mm-hmm. the latter corporate stuff yeah corporate people rich people that they don't even know the game that well they just happen to catch out the money it's just yeah that's they need to they they need to fix that yeah
1: that needs to be fixed for that sure. needs to be fixed for sure all
0: right so we want to wish everyone a happy new year
1: yes happy new year merry christmas merry christmas
0: yes even though it's past it's if i'm reading this right it's 49 degrees
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh yeah we need to end the show as yeah, yes mm-hmm. so in that case i say peace. peace
1: hey guys thanks again for watching uh don't forget to like and subscribe if you, any questions or comments feel free to hit us up on uh shut your mouth podcast at gmail.com that's shut YM podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Thanks again.